Welcome to the Daily Combat Podcast. The Daily Combat Podcast is brought to you as always by Olympic hopeful turned boxer and all-round sporting polymath Isabella Rossitano, arm wrestling influencer Hollywood Matt Connolly, and combat sports ring announcer Dave Stockbridge. So join Izzy, Dave, and Matt as we talk about the world of combat sports on this episode of the Daily Combat Podcast. Well, welcome to another episode of the Daily Combat Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge, and joining me today is Matt Connolly. Thanks so much for joining us, Matt. Matt's got the double buys out. You know it's a good day when the double buys are That's coming right. out to play. Anytime so the name comes up, the double buys are coming out. <laughs> it's an automatic reaction. Just, there we go. Yep. So uh, today's episode is a little bit of a review of the guests that we've already had on the podcast. So um, the podcast has now been going for a little over a month, and yep. we've been really blessed to have some spectacular people uh, already on the podcast. Uh, Carly Gangel just uh, left just a very very short time ago. Uh, world kickboxing champion yep. and very fortunate we are to be able to call her a local as well and uh, and a really interesting story that we've just finished off on which I can't wait to share with the rest of the world mm. around the difficulties of being an elite athlete uh, and a young person and dealing with uh, social media mm. um, so that that's a, that was a, a an amazing story quite quite harrowing actually because yeah. you can actually see how uh, that type of social media shitstorm can really affect an athlete at the at, at their peak mm. and, and might lead them to just leaving the sport altogether. Um, it's just a, just amazing. And uh, just a, a couple of short days ago, we were fortunate enough to uh, have a, a lengthy conversation with the one and only Steve Maxwell. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Steve, Steve was, um, Steve, Steve's always amazing. He's great value. And, and for those that uh, haven't come across Steve already, well, there's, uh, if you're a fan of Joe Rogan's podcast, I'm sure you probably have. He's been on there on several occasions already, but uh, was one of those people to introduce Brazilian jiu-jitsu to North America. I think he was even mentioning that his his ex-wife was mm. the first Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt or number three or uh, something like that. I think he was one of the first few in uh, North America. His wife was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu champion and his son has actually won three world championships in Brazilian jiu-jitsu as well. Just amazing. Yeah. yeah and so, uh, and he was just sharing with us all of his wisdom for an hour. It was just amazing. Oh, uh, you can talk to that guy for days and not still scratch the surface of what he knows i mean he started in the 60s so it was mm. like he's got 50 60 years worth of of knowledge of, and he would have seen all those trends that would have started and you know i mean going with the kettlebells where he used to, this was this was interesting mm. he, he was pushing the kettlebells he years was ago big, yeah now he's against the kettlebell well right up until relatively recently because i've been very fortunate to be mentored by by steve mm. over the years and um there was a, a my kettlebell collection is exclusively because of <laughs> Steve Maxwell. Um, and, uh, and to hear him say, get rid of the kettlebells. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, no. Okay, so if you see them on Marketplace uh, very, very shortly, you'll know why. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, isn't it interesting how people's philosophies uh, change and, and evolve over the years as, mm. that, as more information becomes available and as their personal experience uh, develops as well? Um, and uh, I know Steve's had... Uh, uh, several kind of lives in the in the uh, personal fitness game, mm. and uh, and is abided by several different philosophies over the years when it comes to food and and training regimes and the like. But uh, to see him now at sixty eight years of age, he looks amazing. Mm -hmm. His skin, his skin looks yeah. amazing. I mean, it's a, it's not just physically; he looks great. But I mean, he he looks like a fit, healthy. 
you won't say young man, but th- this is a guy that's about as optimal as you're going to get for someone near near 70 years of age. <laughs> Absolutely, still training every day, still doing you know jujitsu and all sorts of different. Uh, sport related stuff like uh, he has his routine set one of the things that i i really appreciate and really admire about him is that he is willing to to change his mind on different things mm. I mean, like the kettlebell example it's like uh he was like this is a fantastic training tool and, and it's effective and it works really well and now he's come to that realization of look this thing might not be as good as what we thought and i'm not recommending it anymore where a lot of people just stick to their guns no matter what yeah they, they almost see shame in change and mm. they don't want to be that guy that that's kind of backflipped or whatever but he's been you know, very open about that um and uh and, and you know so great for his mentees because they're now getting the the very best of the the information or the uh, I guess the cumulative effect of all of those years of experience um, distilled in the one man so mm. that you don't have to... I think this is one of the great things about the modern age is that you can literally be trained by Steve Maxwell just by sending him an email if you want to. You know, yeah. one of the top 100 trainers, strength and conditioning coaches of all time mm-hmm. and he's right there you know at the end of your fingertips if you want to access the information it's so readily available there's really no excuse for for well for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right well he did say that he has a couple of openings uh, for people that are looking for uh, personal training advice or you know to be a client so mm. if anyone is keen on getting out there and contacting Steve Maxwell and getting into fitness from one of the people who's basically a pioneer of the sport who's seen 50 years of change mm. Mm. Uh, knows the ins and outs, has his routine, uh, and a world champion, um, and one of the first black belts under the Gracies, which mm. you know, lived at the Gracies place and tells an amazing story. And yeah, uh, yeah. And of course, his tie in here is not just through the the Gracies and the like, but of course, you know, his combat sports pedigree is impeccable, and he was a, a an initial investor in the UFC. Mm. Um, and uh, to, to have um, access to somebody of that caliber is just a, a wonderful thing about the times that we we live in. Absolutely, yeah. One of the questions I wanted to ask him, but I didn't get a chance to. Um, I mean, he's obviously a busy man uh, with a lot of things on his plate, which is great. But I really wanted to know, like, um, with the UFC, with the first UFC, they put uh, Hoist Gracie in, and they deliberately chose Hoist because he was the smaller of the brothers of the Gracie family. They wanted to have a smaller guy against these you know, monsters of yeah. this, um, you know. Uh, different Chemo and, world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that they could prove that jujitsu is really effective and it's for the common person. You don't have to be an enormous uh, freak to be, you know, a world champion fighter. When they had their jujitsu, it's like, well, we have our jujitsu techniques which work and we're going to prove it by putting our smallest guy in. Yeah. And he did, he won. But what I wanted to know was if he had any little doubt that maybe <laughs> that was the <laughs> <a> good thing. <laughs> <laughs> what was going to happen? Like, if he was supremely... Could they swap him out for Hicks at yeah, just the right. last moment? Yeah. That's right. Just put a different gear yeah. on. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. Uh, yeah, to, to go in there and be like, if to have that little bit of, of doubt going, what if it doesn't work? What if he doesn't win? You yeah. know? So yeah. I, I wanted to hear that, but you know, that's all right. We'll get, we'll get him back on. He, well, he's, uh, he's offered to be back on um, so uh, so viewers can can look forward to seeing more of Steve Maxwell. Mm. Um, and, and just a, a, as a side note, for those people that are watching on the live stream right now, we are now working away feverishly in order to uh, have some of these beautiful moments um, edited, curated, and uploaded to our YouTube channel. And um, for those people who are 
are um, looking to find us on YouTube, there's only a couple of videos up there at the moment. But uh, if you go to our YouTube channel, Daily Combat. Daily Combat. Uh, podcast, podcast yes. uh, is the is the YouTube channel. Um, we'd also encourage people to head over to uh, dailycombatnews.com uh, as uh, that's our uh, little spot that you can go to register to make sure that you're getting notifications of all the things that we're up to here, special offers with big events coming up. So um, uh, we're looking forward to working with the all of the promoters in the fight game so that we can uh, offer great experiences to uh, fight lovers, mm. um, regardless where they might be anywhere in the country, um, and to provide them with special offers and great experiences in the meantime. All they have to do is uh, jump onto Daily Combat news.com and uh, you'll see there's a little form to fill out fill that out and we'll make sure that you're getting the very very best of uh, not just this podcast but special offers discounts and experiences which um, uh, we're really looking forward to uh, to curating for you um, Absolutely. so uh, you know what uh, this this whole podcast kind of kicked off with uh, Jordan Biggie Stevens mm-hmm. um, who's uh, for, for those that aren't familiar the Biggie bit might give it away but <laughs> uh, it's a strong man and uh, and has performed at, at the elite level so anybody who's watched the strongest man in the world contest there's yeah. every chance that you would have seen Jordan Biggie Stevens on the screen right. at some stage and uh, and he's really become a, a fixture um, uh, in the sport even though he's uh, now retired mm. um, uh, because he's kind of seen that uh, you know, the, it, where he fits in the sport now isn't necessarily performing at a competitive level, um, but it's more at an entertainment level. It's yeah. pulling trains and picking up cars and <laughs> the usual stuff. <laughs> flipping that you do houses every day. or whatever. <laughs> flipping houses. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but the, that that type of thing, um, and, uh, and and that, that was really interesting because um, a couple of our guests so far have been relatively young, like Jordan, yeah. thirty one years old, um, competed at a really high level for for a really long time, mm. uh, and and is now a veteran of the sport at thirty one years of age, sure. and, uh, and 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 has kind of realised for him that uh, he's still got a lot of years left, and where his passion now lies is through his physicality is uh, just entertaining people, bringing smiles to people's faces mm. and giving them a reason to come to uh, some of these really interesting events that you can find Jordan at on almost any given weekend. Absolutely, yeah. And the same with uh, Carly, uh, being 23, being world champion, and then talking about having retired. I'm yeah. like, what are you th- how are you 23? And you've got all these titles and the you know, third Dan uh, black belt in, in, in uh, karate. And, and it's like, oh my God. And Jordan, you know, with his mm-hmm. career in Strongman, it's like, oh yeah, I've retired a few years ago and it's like aren't you younger than me hang on a minute (laughs) I've achieved so little (laughs) yeah absolutely but then in the same breath Carly said I've got a real up and coming young guy he's he's so good he's he's the future how old is he 21 23 it's it's crazy um but it's, it's what's really cool about all of these people is that even though they they might feel like they're at the end of their their sporting career as such, they're they're finding ways of taking all that they've learned and and are now really giving back. Mm. Um, whether that be Steve Maxwell, Carly Gangel, or or Jordan, um, it's just a, it's it's a wonderful ethic that a lot of elite sports people have is that when they feel like they've 
taken so much from a sport they feel almost compelled to to give it back yeah um, absolutely. even though that sport might have led to a whole range of injuries <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> broken bones kidneys, and kidney, yeah. Yeah, failed <laughs> kidneys yeah um so uh but uh, I, I really loved having uh, greg hearn here um which was um what what, what i didn't realize with greg um is that he'd started so late so like he was mm. the inversion yeah. of that like he hadn't even stepped into a, an MMA gym until he was 29 years old, mm. I think he said. And his, one of his bucket list things was to have a fight by the time he was 30 years old, having never had a fight before. Right. And, you know, you, you so often hear of, it, it's more the traditional path of fighters starting young and yeah. graduating through. But he had that dawning realisation much later in life. Mm. And uh, and now is a veteran, but he's now almost 40. Mm. Looks fantastic. Looks like he could fight for another five years if he wanted to. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, uh, and, and still got huge passion for the sport, you mm. know, after 10 years. And, and, and also similarly, you know, kind of, perhaps as he's getting towards the end of his career now, seeing the opportunity to give back to his sport by promoting, mm-hmm. uh, by getting involved with uh, what well, being founder of uh, Diamondback Fighting Championship and, and really encouraging that next generation mm-hmm. of athletes, providing them with a platform so uh, they have every chance of achieving all of their all of their potential. It's funny, every guest we've had on here is not just, they don't just do that sport. Every one of them has... Mm another thing that they do that's involved with that sport so currently mm. with the you know she's now promoting same with greg i mean they've got their diamondback fighting championships uh you know biggie stevens is is mm. he's coaching he's doing he's so they're still involved in their own sport but not as the athlete just just competing in it it's like they've found because they enjoy it so much and they've found other other avenues to sort of expand what they're doing which is it's it's strange i mean ryan bowen as well i mean you know, he's not just doing mm. arm wrestling he's created an entire career through arm wrestling you know he's got his youtube channel he's promoting events he's starting clubs he's traveling around stuff um so for anyone who is doing a sport i think it's important that they they should know that it's not just that competition or it's not just that sport that, mm. that will find you happiness in it yeah. uh, because that can get taken away at any moment, especially if it's a combat sport. You know, if you get a, an injury, that it's, it's a career-ending injury. Mm. Um, but there are other avenues you can move into, you know, promotion or commentating or even just making a YouTube channel and talking about fights or technique or, or a stories or, you know, I mean, Chael mm. Sonnen, you know, from the UFC. I mean, yeah. he tells hilarious stories on UFC. But Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there's a... There's there's definitely a, a life after the sport for all of these people, and I don't know if they're. They, it doesn't seem like they've always planned it. It almost seems like it's just been the next logical step. You know, they've got to that point where they thought, "Well, I'm going to pull back a little bit from the competitive side of things, and now I'm going to look for ways that I can still contribute mm. to 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 the sport and and to the broader community uh, as well." It, you know, one of the things that struck me a little bit in the conversations that we've been having is the role that social media is now playing in the modern world um, with uh, in combat sports. And you know, to hear Carly's quite harrowing story um, just a, a matter of minutes ago, uh, and how she was dealing with uh, something that perhaps she shouldn't have to deal with at all. Mm. And um, and I could just imagine that there'd be so many young people that uh, that would hear that story and could see themselves in that story. Um, and then uh, you've got Ryan Bowen, who's uh, built his entire career from social media and mm. dedicated four years to it, 
essentially being ignored to have that breakthrough moment um, and now is one of the most influential people in the world in his chosen sport Absolutely. and is deriving a, a, a great income uh, through social media and now finding different avenues uh, uh, through that. Um, it's um, And then to hear Steve Maxwell, who for many years, you know, travelled around the world. He was a, he was an, a, a global nomad with a 30-litre bag on his back, all of his worldly possessions within that uh essentially running his business out of a, a an iPad and uh, and coaching people all around the world. Um, yeah. And so, you know, technology uh, and social media, uh, it, I think you might have mentioned, it's very much a double-edged sword. And um, so from uh, to, to hear the, the those stories within the, our guests already just intrigues me. Mm. And um, I, I, I'm really interested to see how social media is impacting on our future guests. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. It was funny, uh, with Ryan Bowen, uh, a couple of months ago, he had his YouTube channel hacked. Mm. And, uh, well, not hacked, I think there was some Russians or something. That- <laughs> some Russians were involved. <laughs> Russian <laughs> collusion. Yeah, that's right. It was, uh, the Mueller report had got out and uh, somehow Ryan Bowen was involved. <laughs> no, they, uh, they put copyright claims against his channel, which yeah. were false, completely false. But the, the way that their algorithm is set up, um, his channel got like locked down for yeah. a few days. Um, and it was scheduled for deletion. Mm. Uh, based like the of, countdown was on, the yeah. clock was ticking. Yeah, yeah. He, he was lucky enough to be able to, to get hold of um, someone at YouTube. They, they don't have like a support you can just reach out to. He had mm. to go through Twitter and, and um, we were sort of pushing the community to to also be pushing um, YouTube to say, hey, you need to look into this. These these claims are false, completely false. Mm. Uh, and But for me, I, I thought, well, what can I do to help him out? Yeah. Um, and so I made a couple of videos where it was like, you know, please go and... Um, uh, on Twitter and, and send messages to YouTube and say you know, this is wrong. Please look into the Ryan Bowles situation. But I thought um, I can I can go back and I can download all of his videos for him just to as uh, a backup exactly because yep. otherwise they'll get wiped. I don't think he had a backup of them. Mm. Uh, and so I did. I, I went and downloaded them all, but they were probably from I think he started like eight years ago. <laughs> and when wow. I'm looking at him from eight years ago, as, yep. he, as he referred to himself as I think a skinny nerd or something. <laughs> <laughs> But he was very <laughs> different to yeah. the way he is now. Yeah. And it was like, wow, you know, these first like maybe 100 videos were, uh, you know, skinny Ryan Bowen with 12 views, 5 views, 8 views, 20 <laughs> views. And it wasn't until he hit this breakthrough moment. And you mm. can see the progression. It was like, while I was downloading these videos, I was like, I can see what he's doing here that's actually making him successful in it. And now, you know, he's getting, you know, thousands of views on his channel, oh. 50,000 um, subscribers on YouTube. He's talking to John Brzezink, one of the, the greatest arm wrestlers of all time. He's doing a weekly podcast with him. Yeah. And so to, to, uh, you can use that social media as a tool to create a career, mm. but it does come with a price of you are now faced with criticism from anybody around the world that wants to go and send you a horrible message. Absolutely. And I think the the great advantage for combat sports is that we don't have a mainstream audience. Mm-hmm. Um, our audience definitely lives on social media. That's mm-hmm. where they're absorbing most of their content uh, when it comes to uh, combat sports. And so... Um, uh, just as you may be right now. Yeah. Um, and so um, uh, not being a mainstream uh, sport, you don't get the sponsorship dollars. You uh, m- Most people aren't full-time professionals that do what they do, but they can be if they 
are persistent and they develop a following and they create that good content by documenting their experiences and you know you, you when you were looking at ryan bowen's videos from eight years ago you know he, he you couldn't describe him as being charismatic but you know it takes time in yeah. front of the camera and he's developed his particular style and so now you know people look at the finished product very much yeah, so yeah. and then think oh he's really polished and the like but you know they haven't gone back and looked at yeah. you know ground zero for ryan bowen <laughs> eight years ago <laughs> with three right. views you know? Yeah, well, that's what's so interesting about having that library available on YouTube is that you can actually just see where did somebody start. And it's always sort of fun or interesting to find a channel that somebody's charismatic, they're interesting, they're presenting something well. And it's like, I wonder how they started. Like, let me go back mm. to the earliest video. And it's, you know, terribly flat screen video <laughs> with terrible audio. And now you can't see what they're doing. And, yeah, um, yeah. And, and the progression, you can see the progression of professionalism as it goes through. Uh, which is what I mean. What we're trying to do with our stuff, so yeah, you know, we're we're pushing this and uh, hoping to get really good guests on. Which I think we've had some awesome moments with people so far. Yeah, and yeah. So we're continuing that, and you know, we, we've got um, some amazing promoters here in South Australia with Craig Ike and uh, you know Diamondback and and Carly Angel with mm. her Pride. Uh, events as well so i mean that's what carly was just saying before she left here we, we've got to get this guy on um he's mm. an up-and-comer and to have this platform here which you know is just us chatting in a room yeah uh, but it's uh, you know an available media for him to come and and share his story and we'll find out about uh the stories that he can tell yeah yeah, absolutely. And uh, um, so I really hope you're enjoying these conversations that we've been having with um, some of these uh, wonderful uh, personalities that have got so much to share. And um, and if you haven't already done so, then head over to dailycombatnews.com. Register now. Uh, you certainly won't regret it. You'll get the absolute latest from us. And, uh, you know, check us out on socials. We've got the YouTube channel going. We've got the live streams that have been uploaded to that. And we're going to have clips and special moments coming to the YouTube channel very, very soon. So I'm Dave Stockbridge. Matt Connolly. And we'll look forward to bringing you more soon. <laughs> You've been listening to the Daily Combat Podcast. Special thanks also go out to our main sponsor, Real Estate Agents Group. This company is growing to become one of South Australia's largest independent real estate groups. With their board of directors with over 100 years of collective real estate industry experience, Real is for real people by real people. Check them out on Facebook under Real Estate Agents Group or visit their website urbanandruralsales.com.au. The Daily Combat Podcast is proudly brought to you by Dave Stockbridge, Isabella Rossitano, and Hollywood Matt Connolly. Make sure to give us a five-star review, as this helps us to continue to promote combat sports in Australia and around the world. You can find out more information about the podcast at dailycombatnews.com. You can also follow us on all social media platforms, with full video episodes available on YouTube. Just search The Daily Combat Podcast. Thank you again for listening from all of us here at The Daily Combat Podcast team.